Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hello, I doff my cap to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, kind sir. One upvote for you. One upvote. That's, wow, Reddit gold? Edit? My first gold. Damn, you won the internet. This. Not enough people are saying this. That today <laughs> we're talking that's about. That's it. That's, this is the album. That's it. This is, this is the podcast. A Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette patreon pick um what did you think of it i liked it it kind of whips ass it's kind of of good it kind of goes a little nutty it's uh yeah it's there did you see do you do you remember or did you see the famous discourse from last year where there was a jezebel article about Mm. call it's called like jagged little pill was actually very bad Oh, I don't remember this. And it it got so clowned on that there's a Know Your Meme article about it. <laughs> about about trying to own. Like, that's what we're, we're going to have to do is, like, three years from now, I'm just going to make a post on some website that's like, the one Weezer album everyone likes isn't actually good. It's genuinely see. just like, it was just like a think piece writer who makes mm-hmm. more money than I'll ever see in my entire life. And she was mm-hmm. just like, I went and I got the vinyl record after not listening to it for 20 years and it didn't speak to me in the same way that it did when I was like a teenage person. So, and my husband thought it was bad. So this album's bad now. Weird how like, uh, I'm the main character, like alternative pop little, little bit of like grungy in their album that came out then doesn't hit you exactly the same as it did now. Weird how if I listen to the Gaslight Anthem Sink or Swim for the first time at age 29, I'd just be like, this is all right. Yeah. Yeah. Me listening to Screamin' Jay Hawkins. This isn't as, this isn't as good as modern music. It's bad now. It's bad now. We hate it. That's jokes. We like this one for as long as all I really want. (laughs) Not to be confused. With with, All I um, Want the Offspring? All I want the off-screen or all I really want to have some fun. Cheryl Crow, right? Oh, That's right. Her, which, which is about uh, being on Hollywood. Speaking Boulevard. of Canada, yes, aren't they both? Uh, let's let's get some carry me home action in here. <laughs> let's, yeah. let, let's all Cheryl name Crow. the Canadian provinces together without looking it up. No, Cheryl Crow's from Kennett, Missouri. So, well, well it, oh, I'm thinking of Celine. I'm thinking of Celine. You're thinking of Celine Dion. Yeah. Well, good thing I'm I'm picking um, Celine Dion for Slap City, so you're we're on the same wavelength. Uh, well, that pick um, don't impress me much. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gabagool. <laughs> Do I stress you out? Wait, we can't. The 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 voice isn't that that pro, like predominant in this song. She right? You a no, bit. she. Can, well, the thing is, she. It's a, it's a she, different. She, it's a different she voice. Peppers it in. It's a different voice, like how appropriate. Yeah, like, it's like the it's the I just woke up in the morning voice at first, where it's like, "Do I stress you out?" And then the third by the third line, she's like, "Oh, but let me show you. Don't worry, I, I can sing. Check this out. Hi, I, 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 vibrato. <laughs> you know, you know how vibrato sounds like that. Like when you take a slinky and you stretch it out really <laughs> wide. Yeah. Uh, it 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 it's a little it's a little hint of what's to come. It's called foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised that I knew basically every other song on this. Yeah, album. me too. Mm-hmm. I really, I honestly, I've even even with ironic, I've always had a problem remembering how that song goes. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if it was called Like Rain, I would remember it. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's like a fucking Bo Burnham song called Ironic that I think yeah. of first when I hear it, and it's just, mm-hmm. I don't have room for somebody who's not being funny with a piano. I, I may have, I've definitely told this on Fun Point before, but sometimes when I wake up, um, in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and do my duty, um, mm-hmm. I'll have just, uh, not, not like the chorus of a song, but just a part of some song stuck in my head. Yeah. And this week, for some reason, it was the line, I'm humbled by his humble nature. Yeah, the I way know. she says nature is nature. It's uh-huh. very, she likes to sort of uh, add right extra on. ease into words, which I appreciate. Uh-huh. Just kind of stretch them out a little bit. This, this, we're not, traditional meter is gone on this yeah. one. It's how this many is, vowels can you fit into it? This is one of my favorite types of songs. I found a new type of song. It's, okay. it's a trick song. It's a trick karaoke okay. song. So, okay. for most of, like, the verses, she's doing the sort of 90s Beck-style talk singing, where it's like, oh, yeah, if yeah. I was, if I was, you know, waiting for my food at yonder restaurant, and there was a karaoke thing, I could probably go up there and do all I really want. But yeah. then the pre-chorus kicks in, and the, and there I go jumping before the gunshot has gone off. Not even gonna try to get up there when I say that, say that verse. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you, you think you got it. And then you get right. to that point and say, uh-oh. It was me no, last December at, at my uh, office holiday party when I was like, oh, I can probably hit I Believe in a Thing Called Love, not remembering yeah, the chorus. The only way you can hit that song is for for the... You just have to like make a noise that kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Because other people can't make that noise. Yeah, so. I was I was sort of lowering my head and just going... Because I couldn't do anything better than that. Uh, can I tell you, I wasn't expecting as much harmonica Bro, as I got on this album. It's Bob Dylan but, too this week. But I, it was fine because none of the songs were 11 minutes long. That's uh, true. So. And she was sort of like singing instead of just going, Desolation Row for yeah. 11 minutes. <laughs> she said, the guy, he had a weird mustache and said, you don't belong here, bub. <laughs> there was none of that on this album. So, um, anyway. Um, there, did you like that she, uh, that Alanis said Estella Havisham from Great Expectations book? Great Expectations eats farts. I don't care about it. Uh, uh I'm sorry that, I'm sorry that you like the band that named their album that. Yeah, th- that song's okay, but it's on their own merit, not, uh, Yeah, they're, they're reclaiming it. Uh huh, exactly. Um, a thing me and Kim were planning on doing if things were normal is she wants to go to Salem, Massachusetts and see oh, witches. Yeah at, like, spooky times, and in just, like, cursory details, like, searching, I found out that there's a Nathaniel Hawthorne statue that I'm definitely gonna take a dump on. Yeah, you should. He deserves it. It's so bad, dude. (laughs) When we're done with Words and Deeds and Carry Me Home, let's do a Scarlet Letter reread podcast. Oh, I cannot. (laughs) You could pay me no amount of money to do that. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I will not tell you the, the the one fucking stupid story I had to read in one of my classes where it's like, oh, uh, he made her beautiful, but then she died. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Here's Someone 20 pages about. about what a rose growing outside of a prison cell door means. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it Do means anything. It? I can I? if this means anything. Speaking uh-huh. of uh, subtext, can I share something about the song with you? Of course. So let me find it. So in the chorus, you know, she goes, well, what I, what I wouldn't give to find a soulmate, someone else to catch this drift, and what I wouldn't give to meet a kindred, ow, 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 you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kindred, that's sort mm-hmm. of an atypical word. Okay. Uh, according to Genius, uh, whose con- a contributor has hidden their name for this one, Okay. Uh, 
it has two possible meanings. So a kindred soul, which would continue the sentiment expressed in the previous two lines, possible. Which is, yeah, kind of what Keep I that one in your pocket. Or expect. Number two, a kindred is another term for a vampire. Since when? So, when did that happen? Luckily, not, this to, was, not to also not to be confused with Skindred, that uh, like heavy metal reggae band. Right, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, of course, this was marked as a stretch by uh, Elon Dates, who says the part about the vampires is not supported at all by the song. Thanks, <laughs> Elon. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I mean, not wrong. Yeah, I, no, not one vampire. Um, if it if it was like jagged little steak, then maybe right. But. It's probably like it's probably me not knowing about Great Expectations and hearing the name Estella and being like, that sounds kind of vampire-y. This must be uh, yeah. this must be kind of an Anne Rice joint. A kind of yeah. I think I think we're gonna get some ghosts and goblins yeah. on here. Um. Anyway, can we get to the um? Yeah. The <laughs> next up, we have the audio. Why know. you this came is, here today? This is the Full House song. <laughs> This is this is about how um what's the the character's name? Uncle 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 Joey? Uncle Joey, not Uncle Jesse. Mean Uncle, yeah. Uh Uncle Joey don't fuck good. Uh <laughs> Uncle Joey got a little dick. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> that was her original title for the song. <laughs> uh, Uncle Joey got a little dick, parentheses dick small. Uh-huh. Oh, I found Uncle that Joey, a- Dick oh, Small, Duda. This, Duda. <laughs> I, this is just a treasure trove of, before we even get into everything about this song, I just scrolled down the track info. Uh, yeah. Gu- guitar, Dave Navarro. Okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, dude. Bass, Flea's on Flea here. the bass man, Donnie Wild Thornberries is here. I feel like I also know a thing that, like, the drummer for the, for the, uh, Foo Fighters... I feel like he did stuff with Alanis Morissette. Yeah, probably. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I really like, okay, so it starts with the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the talk singing. Getting I'm top at the you. Regal Cinemas. I'm happy. Immediately, yes, yeah, she perverted like me. <laughs> like, that's your first shot. I will say that whole, and not even like before it gets into like the horny things, like mm. when she does the quiet singing, like something about, the cadence really reminds me of Prince. Like, it really, mm. like, it's very... It's very mm. just like, I'm gonna tell you a nice little story, and then and then before you know it, you're masturbating with a magazine. Exactly. Uh-huh. And would she have your baby? Excellent mother. Just, just, you never know how the sentence is gonna end on this album. And then she starts doing a little hip-hop style rap. It's a little, it's a little chili pepper. She, she, she hits the rap god. Because <laughs> the love that she gave when we made wasn't able. No. God. It's just so funny that it's about that guy. About Here's the thing. I, I like, I, I did some cursory sort of Dave Coulier, Alanis Morissette research. Because I was like, you know, sometimes you go back and you look at somebody who, when they were younger and they didn't have like a big beaver puppet that they mm-hmm. and did catchphrases. Maybe mm-hmm. like, he looks like fucking Uncle, Uncle Joey. Like, he doesn't. <laughs> It's not like, oh, but you should have seen him when he was 32. Yeah, he was, he was smoking. Which no, also, always also we should say, like, I I think Alanis was like, I think 18. Yeah. Like, this album came weird. out when she was, she was fucking 21, and it's already like mm. a breakup album about a guy who was born in the 50s. Yeah. 
not not great. Yeah, cut this it out. Name is this guy's name is Uncle Joey Gladstone, <laughs> who once agreed with the assessment, though later retracted his statement. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to remove it. <laughs> I didn't know how badly I was getting owned on that song. Uh huh. I did see. There's the what was the fucking phone call? There's a, like a phone call verse in this. Oh, there is. And not like when, a when it, not like a Chris sounds, Rock, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Not a skit, but it sounds like it's through a phone call. She mentions like something like "sorry to make your dinner awkward" or something like that. Bug you! In oh yeah, the it'll have dinner. dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Bob Saget has said that he was in the room when that phone call took place. So, he, Mr. Bob Saget has has corroborated. I can't wait for what is this the the ESPN like forty for forty or whatever it's called <laughs> on the writing of you ought to know and like the day uh-huh. and ep- no an episode of twenty four that's about like when this happened like, yeah. <laughs> that, that caused this this song to be written okay. till you died but you're still alive. It's um, pretty good. She does hit the little finger a little bit throughout this album though. Uh huh. Where like she really hits the every time you speak her name. <laughs> She kind of dips into that a little imagine, bit. Imagine all realities in which you're in a relationship with a member of the cast of Full House and see, <laughs> see how that turns out. And it's like, oh, oh, good. I, I matched with John Stamos and he's like, all right, let's go to the Donald Trump boat parade together. Yeah. yeah oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, God. Um, well, I'll be here. This is, it. you mentioned this, <laughs> that, but like, this is where my brain started to unlock. Like, it's been, <laughs> I think it's because, and I think we've mentioned this, I've mentioned this in the past, but, like, my 90% of any music I listened to before I turned 18 was mm. being in the car with me mom and just mm. having Delilah radio show be on. Oh, yeah, exactly. And they, re- like, any time some woman called in and was like, hey, I just broke up with, like, my shitty boyfriend and I need, like, a, I need, I need something to sort of bring me down. Mm. I'm sure Delilah was like, oh, let me give you the one about getting top at the AMC cinemas. Let me, let me, uh, that, that was inspired by one time when they went to the movie theaters to see what the fuck movie was out there. They were seeing the Shawshank Redemption. They were seeing two men and a baby or whatever. And, and, uh, (laughs) uncle, uncle Dave Coulier, he made pissy shitties in the theater. (laughs) Classic American treat. Classic. Exactly. She, cause she didn't understand it. Uh Um, and that was what caused the, yeah. the in Canada. Artist. It's like we're gonna go to the film box. That's what they call we're it. We're gonna up go there. to. The, they have pissy shitties in Canada, but they just call them like sparkles. Like <laughs> that's, that's why the How I Met Your Mother woman is named uh, Robin Sparkles. <laughs> sure. God, it's just such like it's not. It's it's really good to me that it wasn't just like okay, here's the like breakup fuck you song of well well here here's. I'm getting more thoughts about it. It's the pro and the con that your fuck you breakup song is like the most successful song on your album that like launches your career. Mm-hmm. But then also you have to sing a song about breaking up with um, Uncle Dave for the rest of your life, pretty much. <laughs> like, Yeah, your bad relationship with Uncle Phil uh, didn't yeah. really work out. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Newsroom broke up with me and now I have to oh, man. sing about him every day. All right. <laughs> Uh, Flea told Bass Player Magazine, which of course I am subscribed to, uh-huh. when I first heard the track, it had a different bassist and guitarist on it. I listened to the bass line and thought, that's some weak shit. It was no flash and no smash, but the vocal was strong, so I just tried to play something good. He does go, bum, 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 bum. 
So I'll take your word for it. The only yeah. musical instrument I remember on this album is harmonica. Harmonica, yeah. It's pretty fun. He gets he's he's he doesn't get too funky. He's well, not yeah, like slapping around. It's early nineties flea, so he's doing he's he's slapping the bass. He's he's he's, he's restrained things. on this one, right? Um, did you know that this song was interpol- interpolated by Weird Al Yankovic on the Alternative Polka? Maybe that's where I know this song from. Let's see. Um, what other? songs are on that one. Let's see some research. A Loser by Beck. Sex Type Thing by Stone Temple Pilots. All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow. Let's go. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. I bet it's funny when he he says that. Alright, that's funny. enough enough songs on here. Weird Al, you got like 11 songs on here. Anyway, Slap City, uh, the alternative polka. Yeah. I'm gonna... I have a theory about Adam Sandler in this song. Okay. So, when did The Wedding Singer come out? Ooh, I don't know. Should I should I do some? Well, I'll research? look it up. I think it's ninety. Oh, okay. I thought it was ninety six. So it came out ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's you know the scene in uh, the Wedding Singer when Adam Sandler is singing his original song to Drew Barrymore and then John Lovitz like how many creepy movies face? have Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore been in? Three. Together? Okay, thanks. They did Wedding Singer. They did Fifty First Dates, and they did Blended. Mm. Of course. Um. Anyways, I feel like that was, like, because the, the whole bit is, like, it's Adam Sandler singing, like, very sparsely and quietly, and then, mm-hmm. like, the chorus is, like, uh, I hope you choke to death, I hate you, uh, mm-hmm. I'm so angry and loud. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's probably, the, in the writer's room, they were, like, what's big right now? What's big and hip? Oh, it's Alanis Morissette, you ought to know. So I feel like that they okay. were sort of riffing on Alanis, and it just sort of been lost to the sands of time. I, I feel like, uh... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the expert, but a reference to, like, something that has kind of come in and out of style in an Adam Sandler movie is, like, the perfect... You don't think it's funny in Jack and Jill when they did Gangnam Style together? I, to be honest, I have no idea what year either of them came out in, so at this point I'd be like, yeah, that seems right. I'm I'm pretty sure Jack and Jill actually predated Gangnam Style, so... So they did it first. Yeah, they did Al Pacino with his Dunkachino verse where he invented Gangnam Style. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he said, Opa, he said Opa, he said Opa style. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, stupid. Next up we have perfect, <laughs> which is not, I'm sorry, I can't be perfect, simple plan. But yeah. it is kind of along the same lines, you know, um, about like the, the parent trying to like li- live through the child and be like, you be successful. You you do what I want. Yeah, I'm I'm not giving up on my dream. I'm giving up giving up on yours. Exactly. I feel like uh, Delilah probably like played this song for a newborn baby without realizing. Yeah, what it's about because it sounds nice. It sounds nice. It's like a you know a light little like you would hear this at um at your local coffee shop and you'd be like oh this is a nice little like setting the mood. Yeah, girl, girl. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then and then you you have the depression after it mm-hmm. when you when you when you realize the truth right when she when she's in very loudly in the second verse is like how long before you screw it up and yeah. you're like oh i don't maybe this is maybe there's themes in the song is it is this the same song is this a different i'm i wonder if this is about anything um, somebody <gasps> must be said, interpolated please said here. i don't want no part of this shit <laughs> <laughs> this is an untenable bpm on this one yeah gotta pump it up a little bit not can't flea, flea's not going along with this. Mm-hmm. When you were mm-hmm. when you were a baby, did your parents try to make you be good at sports? No, 
uh, they probably knew I wasn't, but my dad was like, okay, you can go and sure, you want to play shortstop, huh? All right, <laughs> go for that. <laughs> you know that's where the ball goes quite a bit, huh? And, and then maybe like, but but he but he wouldn't be he wouldn't be like you know you you fail son shitty shortstop ass. He'd be like you know I think you'd be really good at second base instead. Yeah, and I was like okay, I'll play second base for the rest of my life. You know what will so. help you with your dexterity with catching the ball is uh, developing finger strength through playing the base. And I've received, I've given you a base. Here you go. Here you go. Uh, have, had, son, I don't know. I, I know you want to, you know, play more sports. Have you, have you tried um, practicing? <laughs> My dad's turning into Obama a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, I think yeah, everybody should is, come over and have a jacuzzi summit. This is like, again, to, to, to talk about completely unrelatable to me my dad always just being like you can do like if i called him tomorrow and i was like dad i'm done being a teacher i want to be like um a vacuum cleaner repair guy he'd be like i know you have it in you son you can do it (laughs) that kicks ass as and my mom who like still doesn't even know that i have a job so Uh (laughs) that's that's the opposite (laughs) still thinks i'm 16 yeah uh anyway um a, a little, a little bit of a downer, but then the next one. Let's figure out. Bro, what I'm listening out. to Perfect. I'm like, I'm putting both hands in my fucking pockets because I'm sad and I'm, I'm uh-huh. the virgin guy walking. I'm doing the virgin mm-hmm. walk, listening to it with both hands in my pockets. Uh, next up, we have "Hand in My Pocket," another hit single from this album. Um, and a thing she does, she does it here. She does it on, I guess, ironic, like the, uh, the like contradicting lines, you know, back to back. I to talk about unrelatable. <laughs> Um, I'm broke, but I'm happy. No. I'm poor, <laughs> but I'm kind. No. no. I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. No. Again. No. It struck out. Even the third one, she was like, I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> uh. Now, I'm high and I'm grounded does make sense, because that is what I would do if I were a parent and I caught somebody being high. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. Again. Mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Baby! I'm lost, but I'm baby. I'm lost, but I'm baby. What it all comes down to is everything's going to be fine, fine, fine. Um, again, is the... So what? let's let's dissect the metaphor of the hand in the pocket. All right, number let's one. Really high five! Okay, I just had to get that out of my head. Now let's dissect, let's dissect yeah. the metaphor. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, I think it just means, like, chilling out. Yeah, like, I think I, it's I, being a cool '90s person. I think it's it's the pocket is is definitely in your jorts, and on top of that, yeah, you're, you're wearing, wearing your Jinko jorts, and uh-huh. you might think that it's a song about like honking off while trying to hail a taxi cab, but uh-huh. it's. I think it's like the '90s ethos of like I'm chill, but I'm also like on my grind and trying. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like I I hate my boss and I'm not going to work ec- overtime for him, but I will work hard to beat him up and make a lot of money. And it's that kind of uh, Gen X like you know throwback to the '60s because the other hand is given a peace sign. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Someone is fucking revving his Harley outside. I don't know if that's picking up, but it's you know got it's, it, it's good ambiance. He got an Atlantis fan in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's 1995, it's the end of history, um, we did it. I feel mm-hmm. like high fives were new around 1995. Uh, they just, they were just invented. It's like an exciting time. sort of new thing. 
Yeah, to say you're giving someone a high five again <laughs> dates the album because that's right. never. Uh, it's like now again. if like Billie Eilish put out this album, but instead of high five, she said like, and the other one's giving a vibe check. It's like an exciting exactly. new thing uh-huh. that we all like to do. Okay. I just feel like in the '90s I used to high five people a lot more than I do now. You know what I mean? I mean, well, now it's it's illegal to do that, right? I um, mean, even in 2019 in the before times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if I like. If you picked me up from the airport last time we hung out and I was like, hey, man, high five. You'd be like, what I mean, the, I, what's on your I hand? Feel like, I feel like I, I'm i not the, the one to give a high five, but I will always, like, reciprocate one. Right. So I, when it, the opportunity is presented to me, I'll always take it. But I feel like I don't initiate mm-hmm. that action. I, all of our smiles and optimism have been destroyed by the down low too slow ruse. Exactly. Yeah. That's huge trust issues. Like, mm-hmm. um, I... <laughs> Just looking at it, I'm hard, but I'm friendly, baby. Yeah, that's that's a smart guy sentence right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm brave, but I'm chicken shit. Okay, that that that's what I say to people who talk shit to me online. <laughs> <laughs> and the other, in the other hands, posting online. There we go. <laughs> okay, change it up for a modern era. Yeah. Uh huh. A little there 25th anniversary. Uh-huh. Um, you get more har- harmonica in this one. Again, fine with it. She she goes hard on the harmonica. She goes off... It's not this song, but there's one song where she goes completely off the shits, and, like, uh-huh. I start push-moshing myself in my room when I hear it. <laughs> um, it, it... I guess it's just a, a nice little song about, like, being cool. I'm simply but. vibing it and keeping it tight. Exactly. What else can you do? Taxi cab! <laughs> High five! There we go. We got them all. Next up, we have right through you. <laughs> it's, it's my, uh, that's like my aim instant message sound every time I say hi, what's up? Uh, <laughs> um, and then the, um, the like door closing sound. Yeah, is, is, is piano. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, G2G, TTYL, wine dine 69 me! Yeah! <laughs> That's the next one, yeah. Canonic, okay, next right through you. First actual song, rather than saying what if it was the 69 sound. Actually, the first time <laughs> the funny act of 69 has been referenced on an album canonically. This, I, again, maybe it was new in 1995. Yeah, it's it's just a hot, no one knew what that was, and Urban Dictionary didn't exist yet, so everyone had to be like, huh, wonder what, uh. Mm, everybody had been sleeping butt about. to butt since, uh, before Christ. Exactly, so. Uh, didn't, didn't know. And there, my favorite thing on the Genius page, no annotation. You know, it's, it's up front. Don't need to, um. Yeah. Figure out what that means. Okay. Uh, this is from, um, I'll, I'll read the, uh, the lines here from, uh, Genius user Andy Gorrell with the, mm-hmm. with the information on this one. Part, you took me for a joke, you took me for a child. Uh, really establishes the age difference and lack of respect her older partner had for her. Yeah, I, I think that's. Yeah, I think know, you could say that. I wonder if we know who that's about. <laughs> God, to get a full album off of Uncle Guy from Full House. Mm-hmm. Jeez, what a gift! I mean, it probably bad to live through, but yeah, a, a treme- tremendous content. Yeah, looking looking up twenty twenty Alanis Morissette. Morissette. She seems to be. Uh, mm-hmm completely chill and vibing and she's got her hand in her pocket and she's like pregnant again and mm. she's in a stable relationship and we love that for her oh it is okay this is telling me hands clean okay wait 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 uh okay this is about um 
uh, affair and long-term relationship 14-year-old Alanis had with a record industry executive. So, mm, not good. Uh, good shit, OP. Um, yeah, turns out, hey, that that show business, I'm beginning to think it might have some issues. Yeah, it's, pr- yeah, it's not listen, good. Let's listen to the rest of the album and find out. Yeah, let's, yeah. It is nice that it is like her just saying you're owned on like her breakout album. Yeah, you're owned. Blocked, blocked, blocked. None of you are free of sin. (laughs) The thing is, it's interesting to put this right after the sort of what is she doing with her hand in her pocket thing and then Mm -hmm. follows it up with a very explicit. This is a metaphor about playing uh, playing pocket hockey Uh with like playing golf for a while. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, oh, like, I feel like this is just, you ought to know, I mean, not, not to obviously, like, make light of any situation she yeah. went through, but if it's on the same album as you ought to know, this one's gonna get overshadowed. Yeah, You know, of like, fair, fairly similar, um... Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's like, the chorus is fine, but if I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick which chorus, I'm gonna listen to the one where she's, she's louder and sadder. Exactly. Um... Can we go on to Forgiven? Because yeah, I think this Catholicism is back. We're, we it's are good Catholic again. <laughs> now. Um, I'm I'm hearing that uh, Catholic is good. So yeah, I've always said that. That's the position uh-huh. of the show. Ex- exactly. Many people are saying this. Um, a, li- a a little bit of that classic uh, Gen X, uh, you know, humor here within the name of the Father, the Skeptic, and the Son. Uh, as 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 the kids now say, I think she's throwing some shade. Yeah. The sinners, the saviors, the loverless priests. You know, hey, you you that was she sings like Papa. Little, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say you got a little bit of System of a Down in there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This song really is about lies from the tablecloth, though. That's that's the um like. Six degrees of fun point is seeing how a song can relate to Lies from the Tablecloth, yeah. <laughs> as, as it's called on LimeWire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me erasing the whiteboard that says one day since we've talked about BYOB. Yeah, <laughs> crossing it out and writing real good time. And we just <laughs> we just flip out. I would have skipped this one back in the day because of for sacrilege reasons. You you would have been like, I, I no, this is not, I cannot bear to to listen to this mm-hmm. they would not allow this yeah i mean imagine there would be several if, reasons in 1995 why i would have yeah, been like i'm not listening to this but that would have been one of them imagine if you're like let's i think i'm going to play jagged little pill at the youth group and then and then the like everything else is okay but then you get to this one and it's like everyone looking at you at the party uh-huh like, Ugh, yeah God. the first five tracks everybody's like the twilight princess couch guy reveal Exactly. They're all very excited and they love to hear five songs in a row from the same album, but then they hear Forgiven and they say, uh uh. Enough of this. But then you put Ironic on and and you say it was a trick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then um, we all have a two hour discussion about the definition of irony and it's fun to have. It's fun to have and everyone loves every second of it. Mm hmm. Um, can we check in with the Patreon real quick? Dot com slash post game of thrones. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. My, I, mean, I was just like, my last note I th- was about how verse two is probably about beeping it too, but that's clear. She's talking about, you know, talking to, going to the confession and being like, father, I honked off. I'm very uh, sorry. And then the, the guy in there, he can't do that. And so he's very envious. I, again, it's a, it's like, um, my brothers, they never went blind for what they did. Right. Again, yeah. And that's, and, that's and, definitely 
the famous thing. Of, uh, but it's just like, <laughs> okay, there's so many layers to this one. So again, this is an album where the like sexual content is just explicit, and everyone's like, ah, I don't know. And in fact, finds other things because uh, that it could mean. Uh, so this genius user says she's <laughs> referencing sin in general and the punishment for sin in the Bible being loss of sight, uh, which was made originally by uh, uh-huh. genius user Dick Sneeze. <laughs> so. Which that could mean a number of things. Exactly. We there's just we we have no way of knowing. Yeah. Uh patreon.com slash postgamerthrones, or if you like, you can donate to us. At one dollar a month you get all our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks. We just put up a uh part four of Metal Gear Solid Four mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and everyone liked it and they like to hear it, especially where we just said like Snake took a dump for an hour. So yeah. Imagine if we had just been, like, the shitters, the saviors, Mm -hmm. when we were doing that for Metal Gear for Exactly. I got one hand in my pocket, and the other hand is taking a wipe. (laughs) It's like doing a high five, but we say it in, like, the Borat voice, and it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And Carry Me Home, next episode on part two of Funny, season two, coming later this week. I wonder if it's good. It's really good. It's probably really good. Bro. And we'll never see it again. Anytime I see Judy Greer now, I'm just like, pay her. Like, she's she everywhere needs, yeah. and she gets no... Re- like, she... She... I think about Judy Greer the way that, like, people think about Meryl Streep. Yeah. Where it's like, she's she should be royalty. She's fucking... She should be the president or whatever people online say. Like, she was in... She was in Arrested Development. She was mm-hmm. in Always Sunny. She's in Funny. Mm-hmm. She's in Always Funny. She was Respect in a number Judy of other Greer. things. Very few left. Stan Judy. Um, at five dollars a month, you can send in a request for us to talk about an album on, page, on Fun Point, and you get shoutouts at the end of episodes that we always remember to do. And at ten dollars, you get all that plus special user status in Discord and a Fire Pro wrestler. Just made the way you like it. Has what's going on in WWE? Anything good or? I mean, uh, fucking Roman Reigns is, is Dominic bad now. still there? Dominic is still there. Rey Mysterio's oh. son ladder match. He's still there, and they're just doing a thing where, like, anytime he comes out, they try to like push his eye against the announced. Uh, the, the thing again. that Rey Mysterio is famous for is getting his eye. Popped yeah, out that's of his the six one nine. That's what it's called. That's when you jam your eye into the stairs. Uh huh. Very cool, Seth. The Monday Night Messiah, they call him. So, I mean, Burn it down! I've, it's how Seth Rollins talks. It's, oh, they, uh, WWE is not letting, uh, people go on the internet anymore. <laughs> yeah, because, because it says we own the name of your, your birth. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> we, we not only owned the Fiend Bray Wyatt character, we own Wyndham Rotunda real name. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really funny if, like, so he's the fiend right now, but he goes on a cameo. He's just like, hello, I'm Wyndham Rotunda, wishing you a great day. That's what like, I was, because the thing is, they're saying, like, you can't use your name or likeness on cameo. So, like, if you get Big E on cameo, mm-hmm. like, can he not do his, like, intro thing? Like, he can just be like, hello, my name is Ator, and I'm very happy, wishing you a happy birthday. I hope, have a great day, pal. Enjoy a breakfast of non-specific food items. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is my only job here on cameo. Have a good one. Next up is you learn. You, you live, live. You, you learn. learn. You learn. You cry. You I'm learn. Beginning, 
this is this is again false and true because I have never learned anything. <laughs> oh my god, I'm this I'm <laughs> I'm this uh genius user Vita A0 Kelvin. You are enrolled in a full-time informal yeah. school called life. <laughs> Each day in this school, you will have the opportunity to learn lessons. This is what I'm going to say to my students on the first day to make sure they all murder me. Yeah, it's really cool to see my old Taekwondo instructor doing genius annotations now. (laughs) (laughs) I recommend but enough more than anyone. This is a song about choosing to be epic, start a salsa company, become the Joker, do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh And if, if if you fail, what are you gonna do? You eat know? hot chip, lie. Eat yeah, hot, you hot chip, do? lie. Bro, eat bro, chip, this, this bubble's gonna lie. last forever. Let's do it. It's the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> things will be great forever. <laughs> the fire um, trucks are coming. It's fine. Fire, fire trucks are coming. Nothing bad happened, and it's all gonna be great. <laughs> Me eating cereal in 1995. Boy, nothing bad will ever happen in the year 2008. Yeah, me me eating my uh, Pog cereal. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, Dunkaroo flavored. Surge, surge flavored cereal. Uh, I can't wait to plan I can't my, wait to be, my trip to I, Manhattan really in 2002. To the, can't wait to see everything. I'm really looking forward to the, my first week of fifth grade in September 2001. <laughs> can't wait to see how that turns out. Cover by You Learn slash You've Got a Friend by Gleecast. I bet, great, dude. Great, definitely. Because isn't, isn't there a Jagged Little Pill musical or something now? It, I'm learning that there is on Broadway. You learn. Um, it's, this is where, yeah, This do we get the title? Do we get the title drop in this one? Swallow it down with a jagged little pill. Oh, I thought you meant you learn. I was like, yeah, she does say it in this <laughs> one. <laughs> it's it's just the the hard to swallow pills meme, but you look at it in your hand and it just has like rough edges. And yeah, you say, Ouch. it's like a fucking one of those <laughs> fucking, water level bombs from a, a Nintendo level. Bone hurting pill yeah. is the alternative title for this. <laughs> <laughs> I I do again like the the juxtaposition of like, hey, go for it anything is possible um of like burning a house down but also walking around naked in the living room these are the same to me like yeah like if you lose the football game or if you have to call the fire department just exactly. do you you know don't worry about it um it's it's i i feel like i heard the song before but i can't say like it must have been in something. Yeah, I, I remember the, the the cadence. It says it says it's her third single to reach a top ten. So there you go. That's probably it. Must have heard it heard it at the shop, right, or something. Yeah. Me uh, uh, me piloting the Exxon Valdez. I think I will do whatever I want in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> it's my choice. <laughs> Let's do head over feet. Uh, this is this is another one. Where did this again? Does it tell where this peaked on the on the charts? Because I I know this one. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, already on? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. This, this might be a fun, if you can do the voices, fun karaoke song. Yeah. This is why the, uh, this is why the skateboarder, that skateboarder vine, that's, this is why you broke his phone and the board. Yeah. (laughs) He was getting feet over over feet. Yeah, that's not what he wanted. (laughs) We gotta cover one specific specific line in here that to to anyone else would just be you know 
a nice little metaphor. But for is us, it the, is, it the, is it the skeet verse that you're talking about? Oh, well, okay. You can handle that one. I'm, I I'm don't want to okay. <laughs> After she says unconditional things in a silly way. Oh, right. Okay. I got you. You held your breath. And the door funny is Hodor. It's Hodor, and it's also an example of Zygma. Zygma! According to the genius, it's a I'm the beast device. from beyond, and my name is Zygma. <laughs> it would be funny if the... Yeah, because the bearer of unconditional things, he's Bear's Bran. Exactly. Which, which Bran exists unconditionally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and thank you, you for your patience. That's when uh, that's when Bran is waiting outside for Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say it was what Bran says when all of his like uh, small council table walk in after he was sitting there. Oh in yeah, in the center frame. Um, do you want to tell me about the the, the jizz? It's jizz? okay. So this is I'm okay. Not... This is the only this is the only good annotation. I'm telling you, four, and it has negative four votes but go for it okay so let me share with you verse two for those of you who haven't listened to the album in a while it could be about anything i'm just going to say it in my normal regular yeah. voice let me take a big sip of my um iced tea and say th- there will this this album will never contain a reference to oral sex yeah okay so uh quote your love is thick and it swallowed me whole you're much braver than i gave you credit for that's not mm-hmm. lip service unquote mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and guam vaughn uh mm-hmm. on genius six months ago said Talking about blowjobs, folks. <laughs> yes. Guam Vaughn, what is your Patreon name so we know who to credit yeah. uh, for this? <laughs> but it got negative four votes, like. Uh, I mean, I mean, it has to be. So that that's where the genius, the prop, the genius problem comes in, is that the, the goal is to make every <laughs> lyric a ref, like secretly about sex or drugs or alcohol. But when it's up front, like they don't know what to do. Right. Can I share you, know? you a, a response? Uh, sure. To Guam Vaughn. Yes, um, user Nyup Nyup says, uh, the song title is Head Over Feet. Head is a slang term for oral sex. And you okay. ought to know, Morissette asks, would she go down on you in a theater? True. Mm-hmm. Based on this, we can assume that Morissette was familiar with oral sex in public when she wrote the song. We can only be sure if you know about something if you write a song about it on the same album. Yeah, I'm beginning to think that um, she knows about the concept of of oral sex. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think and, it's, and yeah. having it. it was a I mean, I, thing. so I try to, to keep my brand as non-sexual as possible. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a completely, we're the unsullied like, if, over here. If I turn sideways, like I disappear. That's like my brand <laughs> that I try to, um, and yeah, having, dude. and having like anytime there's it's like, let's have sex in a weird place. I'm like, nah, not for me. I like to to I would like to be comfortable, please. Yeah, maybe like wanna... a nice comforter on a bed. Yeah, how about in a in a bedroom with with the lights off and the door locked? <laughs> Can we please both of our eyes closed? Exactly. Oh yeah, definitely this is... not not spilling my pissy shitties all over the floor. That Bro, I'm trying to watch out. Happy Feet. Can you can we please just finish the movie? Yeah. <laughs> This is uh, this is the one that has the nutty Bob Dylan harmonica bridge after yeah, verse two. Bro, she goes, go off. Go it's, off, queen. It's some of my top five Brooks harmonica moments, like, in Blues music. Traveler who? Yeah. Get it, Atlantis. Get it, this is the This is the uh, turn-the-page saxophone of harmonicas to me. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the fucking jungle land solo yeah. of <laughs> of harmonicas. Can I hit you with one other note from the song? Yes. So you know the one part where she's like, you're my best friend. Best friend best with, friend benefits. with benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro. The origin of the infamous phrase? Yeah, dude, she invented it. No way! I went on Wiktionary.org to confirm it, and it was like a thought to, like, the earliest we can find it is from Alanis and Head Over Feet. That's incredible. This Justin history. Timberlake and, and the other guy, or the other guy, owe their careers to her. Exactly. Or, and Mila like, Kunis and Natalie Portman, they all, one of them owe their careers to her. Exactly. Come on. Yeah, this album is bad. It didn't generate, like, a phrase that everyone uses for the rest of time. Yeah. So... Anyway, next song is called Mary Jane. And, I thought uh, this one was going to be funny. I know. It's kind of... I was disappointed. I thought it was going to have nutty good. annotations about... Because, like, this is around the time that, like, Half-Baked came out, and there's the girl in it named Mary Jane, and it's about weed. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And also Scooby-Doo, I think, also did that joke. It's funny. Don't... In Half-Baked... No, Half-Baked is, is Dave Chappelle, right? Dave Chappelle, Half-Baked. What's the, what's the Method Man, Red Man one? How High? How High. Don't they, like, smoke weed with, like... Benjamin Franklin's ghost or something in that? I've only seen the first five minutes where the guy smokes weed and falls out of his apartment window and dies, and it made me laugh Either way, it's better than anything that happened in Hamilton, so... That's... Yeah, that's... Mark that down. Yeah. Um, I think they smoke... Like, they make Benjamin Franklin's bones into a blunt or something. (laughs) And then his ghost comes back and smokes weed with them. I'm pretty sure (laughs) something like this happens. And he says, what's up? It's the 90s. Yes, yes. I think that definitely happens. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Man, if... If that didn't happen, you should fucking write a screenplay, dude. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll Dad, I don't want to be a teacher it. anymore. Dad, I'm, I want to write I'm How only, High too. I'm specifically in the business of what writing weed comedies starring Method Man. <laughs> and he'd be like, that's great. I know you love Enter the 36 Chambers. Like, <laughs> great job, son. Bro, this weed is about to enter my 36 Chambers. I've got Hell nine yeah. hearts. Let's go. <laughs> I'm very right. sick. Uh, help me, please. <laughs> so this song is just it's, about a sad person, a girl named yeah. Mary Jane who had a hard day. It's uh, it's unclear whether Alanis Morissette knew a Mary Jane and wrote a song about her or fabricated a character with that name. This is, I mean, the website's called Genius, so, you know, that's the type of shit you can get from it. Right, here. yeah. When your, your Mensa membership comes with a Genius account. Yeah, I mean, it's, this, it doesn't, uh, it has the the curse of being, like, before the famous song on the album. Yeah. Where by this point, you're like, okay, let's get too ironic. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I can imagine hearing this and being a 13-year-old girl in 1995 and being like, oh, Alanis Morissette is my new best friend who understands me. Yeah. Because I, exactly. I was listening to Simple Plan, Welcome to My Life, and I was like, guy from Simple Plan is my best friend, and he understands me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you know, when Alanis tells you, hey, be selfish. I like, mean, that's probably better because I was happy. at that time. Like, at that time, I was probably listening to like Pantera and being like, "No issues here." <laughs> Eating nope. my cereal, nothing bad will happen to Dimebag Daryl. <laughs> nothing bad, and, and and he definitely doesn't play a Confederate flag guitar, so don't see the issue there. Nope. <laughs> I like it. Great, great Southern Trend Kill. Great album. Yeah. Anyway, he was in SpongeBob. <laughs> Dimebag Daryl was in SpongeBob. I mean, didn't Pantera was in Pre-Hibernation Week? They did the, like, when... Oh, okay. I just know there's, like, a, like, after the episode title, it says, like, special guest Pantera. Uh, that's kind of like how, like, Mastodon did the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie right. song or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway. 
like we got to get to ironic. Sorry to like skip over the song, but it, like musically, it doesn't Where's stand out that much baby to me. Jade? It's okay. Hey, hey, that's how it starts. This is, you know, Modest Mouse float on. Yes. Uh huh. It's just that, but it's for eight verses. It is. Modest I backed my car float. into a cop car the other day. Isn't it that is, ironic? It is. It is Modest Mouse float on. But but the thing is is, is um the difference is Modest Mouse was like it, it's all right it's no problem and right. this is like uh, again sorry for the Alanis Morissette ironic discourse but is it Littlefinger like you this is my ruse is that it's not ironic oh I don't know don't you think she asked it in the song yeah huh? she's testing you exactly um the song is the opposite of Ice Cube it was a good day. It's a pretty fucking bad day overall for everyone involved, <laughs> but I guess like I that's that's why you have to allow some artistic liberties because if she said, and isn't it a coincidence? Yeah, isn't it a malapropism? Is, the answer is yes, and the song ends. <laughs> right, <laughs> no chorus. It's a fucking schoolhouse rock song. Uh huh. I'm really glad that I wasn't 15 years old when the song came out or I would have been the least popular kid in the fucking world. Mm. I would just be like, anytime the song came on, somebody's Walkman on the bus. Uh I would just, I would just be clanging pots and pans together and being like, actually the definition, according to Bender on Futurama, he says irony is the use of words expressing something other than their literal attention. Yeah. I would just be Uh, the most bullied kid of all time. Uh, this could be dramatic irony because the listener is aware that the that the song isn't actually ironic. Yeah. It just it's, yeah, you can't call it like tragic. Tragic uh, only has two syllables. You can't do that. It, it wouldn't fit the meter. Yeah. It, it, and, and just a, it's called tragic, but it's a song about like just nice things happening. Yeah. <laughs> like like it, 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 it's a nice day on your wedding day. <laughs> It's a free ride, and you didn't have to pay. There dipping we go. In, dipping into Tom Petty a little bit right there. Yeah, Mr. Play Safe was afraid to fly. Afraid to fly. Case it kisses uh, kiss goodbye. This 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 entire song takes place on Desolation Row. <laughs> it does. Uh, she spends like five minutes just explaining like. Mr. Plane Crash was gonna go on a plane and you'll never guess what happened to him. Well, he loaded up all of his, his power of attorney and living will and mm-hmm. he said goodbye forever to my kids. You'll never guess what happened on this plane. <laughs> Who is piloting that plane? Yeah. The girl reading this. Robert Pattinson at the end of the movie, uh, climbed yeah. the skyscraper and you'll never guess when he zoomed out what he saw. It was me thinking about when I'll be in fifth grade. It was all my dream. Uh huh. <laughs> Bro, I wish I had 10,000 spoons. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this is pretty great. It's turn, uh, like, that's like a thing where like, I could, I feel like I could turn into like a venture capitalist and like figure out mm-hmm. how to, you know, like The Rock is, is his, his big branding thing is like seven bucks. Cause he's like, when I got cut from my football team, mm-hmm. when I was young, I only had seven bucks, seven dollar you dues in my, mm-hmm. in my wallet. And now I own the greatest football league of all time. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could flip 10,000 spoons into, like, something. Like that that guy who, like, traded up from a paperclip to get a house or whatever? Yeah! 
but with 10,000 spoons. Yeah, I would, I feel like that that would turn me into an Andrew Yang grind guy. Coming home, absolutely twisted, coming home with 10,000 spoons. (laughs) Anyway, it's ironic. 10,000 spoons is what I would have if I didn't have depression. What would you rather have, 10,000 spoons or 96 quite bitter beings? Ooh, I gotta go with the bitter beings. (laughs) You want to get in on that that being action? You want to see what that's all about? When, uh, in the Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, like, when, oh, uh, it's, I'm sorry, Mr. W- Mr. Way, you fell a little bit short on your 100-person kill list. <laughs> you only, you only got 96 quite bitter beings. That's the devil playing that. Um, just, just for, for us and the viewers, Kim did say, like, let me know as soon as you're done recording this episode, because I have things to do. So... <laughs> let's let's blast through the next couple. Okay, I really thought I it was going like to be got... Kim. Let me know when you talk about Uncle Joey, so I can hop on the call. No, she wouldn't. She could not abide by Uncle Joey slander. Full House, sure, is, is a cup. Is it not only uh, does she feel good about it? It's a completely like again non sexual kind of just flat white panel of a show. So, <laughs> um, she wants to keep it that way. Uh huh. Um, this was, this was, uh, next up we have Not the Doctor. It's about being a very big boy now. Yeah, it's about being it's a very about, big it's boy. It's about when Sel- Selim became Chubba. <laughs> it's, it's when you just want to sort of add H's to words and you go, visiting hours. Kind Mind the open. empty bottle. A little bit of little finger on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, is this, uh, yeah, I don't want to be your glass of single malt whiskey. Is that, um, I don't know, I just want You're to calling know. this a straight-edge anthem? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because I feel, I feel like the album's been pretty safe so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's about how going to church is cool. Uh-huh. And, I mean, and how you don't have sex in, in different ways or strange places. So. No. Mm-hmm. It's about going to the fridge at midnight and saying, exactly. would you like a treat? Which I guess is, yeah, that's like, for straight-edge people, that is like the greatest joy in your life. Mm-hmm. Is to be like, mm, and, frozen pop tart. It's midnight, baby. Let's go. And, and then going back at three fifty eight a.m. for another frozen pop tart. Yeah, I believe that one and one make two. Two. It's. It, I mean, she's right. Yeah. Like you can debate. You can b- debate the irony song all you want, but yeah, math was new yeah. in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I do actually. Uh, I think that's a neat like song, mm-hmm. or it's a neat. It's a neat verse that like. It is, like, it's funny that she's just doing basic addition, but it's also, like, I don't want to be your other half, because, like, it's mm-hmm. the 90s, and I'm, like, my own person. I'm not, like, your other half. I'm my own I, I just unique and beautiful snowflake. To click on that uh, line. Uh, Alana Mary Jane commented, Alanis makes it very clear that she's a whole person, not the half of someone else. This is a very important feminist-driven line, because a relationship isn't exactly healthy if both people in it solely depend on each other to be happy in life. Vimto, parentheses, Taylor Swift 14 posts, <laughs> negative 10 votes on this one. Get a proper dictionary. Look up feminist and ironic. <laughs> awesome, dude. One different song. <laughs> Wrong song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Getting shit. completely red-pilled by Vimto Taylor Swift 14. <laughs> <laughs> well, his his comments aren't red. His yeah, votes got him. Are, so, got him, got his ass. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the like, last two songs is, like, okay to me. I feel like, um, 
wake up was little, you know. Wake up! Uh, it was, we didn't grab a brush, put a little makeup. Um, we didn't we want to, there, though. We did it. We did not want to. Um, I guess we're talking about that one now, are we? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about wake up. Um, again, it's it's like okay, you know, I'm I'm the album first song, last song. Gotta gotta put big emphasis on those, and like it's okay. I would have. I just personally prefer when Flea's there, yeah, in general, because you know the kind of vibe you're going to be getting, but. I at this point I was kind of like damn Alanis like I hope you did find somebody better and that's when I looked up that like she's she's glowing at forty five with pregnancy belly and it's like all right yeah, she, she looks good. great great job Alanis yeah I crushed it uh-huh. stay away from sitcom dads for sure stay, no just unilateral I don't care not. what Carl Winslow's telling you exactly yeah Every, everybody just because everybody loves Raymond doesn't mean you <laughs> so. Roy, do not interact. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, in this line, there's an underestimated and impatient little girl raising her hand. So there you go. I don't know what I wasn't. I feel like that. Like maybe this is just me, like collapsing stupid internet shit in my mind. But I feel like that was like a Hillary Clinton thing. Like I feel like there's some image of that. Where okay, Where you're like, like this song is like Hillary. This is Alanis Morissette like reclaiming her time and nevertheless persisting and ex- yeah, yeah, those various things. But again, it was 1995, so you were allowed to do all that. the things that Taylor Swift 14 hates most. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, you you ought to know uh, that. It's time to vote this November. Yeah. So you, you ought to you ought to know that if you listen to all of Jordan Peterson's videos, you'll actually, in context, it makes a lot more sense, and it's not stupid <gasps> that he talks about how we should be lobsters. All I really want is for you to put one hand in your pocket and your ballot in the mailbox. Let's go. Let's go. Got him. You can. The, <laughs> the right will be through this November if you vote. Okay. I'm head over feet for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's <laughs> progressive ticket, the most progressive <laughs> ticket in the history of the Democratic Party. He's got hairy legs. You learn what happened last time with the Hillary Clinton campaign. We did not. And We're Susan Sarandon will never be forgiven. Forgiven. Thank you for listening to Fun Point. <laughs> Jagged Little Pill, Lannis Morissette. Great job, everyone. There was a secret song that I learned about an hour before recording at the end called Your House, where she talks about breaking into her ex-boyfriend's house and making a mess of her pots and pans. Mm-hmm. And then she spills a bunch of salt on her bed, on his bed and leaves. And it's pretty good, but I only listened to it once. I'm very sorry. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that, Alanis. Um, do we do Slap City or is it we do. Um, questions? Okay, I went first last week, so you're up. Here's my, th- you know, the thing about Slap City, I always ask myself is like, I want a like a like a punchy high tempo song, you know? Yes. Like that's my biggest thing. It has, it has to be punchy. Mm. So what if I this week I thought, what if I pick a song that not only punches you, but it punches mm. you in the chest sixty five times? Uh, so you're you're a Machine Gun Kelly head now. I've been playing Tony Hawk One and Two video game lately, and the mm. fucking sleeper hit on that newest track is Bloody Valentine by Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. He's bringing back 2000s rock. He's bringing it back. This definitely, the, like, album cover definitely looks like it could be from that time. It sounds like The Killers in a good way. And, like, 
the music video has like like Megan Fox is the girl in it. It's bringing you back to the Transformers days, mm-hmm. and it's like okay. apparently the, I think they're actually like dating. Oh, Would, cool! So Megan Fox is back, Rock and Roll is back, Arctic Monkeys are back, and Machine Gun mm-hmm. Kelly is is who we should thank for that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, sir. I hope you're feeling your ribs are feeling better. <laughs> sorry, um, sorry for what Kevin Owens did to you. Sorry. <laughs> He survived that, but the punches, the Shane McMahon punches he took were too much. <laughs> um, I'm picking, again, it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting, so it's patri- patron pick, which means I can go off the grid, do whatever. And t- I'm technically getting around double picking Slap City on this one because it's a remix of a song oh. by ours. Uh, Coming Soon is a remix album uh, EDM style drum and bass club bangers of songs from Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> um, and a couple a couple little previews were released. So this here's the full title of it. It's a remix of a uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers heads know the Titania theme. Um, for yeah, that trial. Pulse colon What Angel Awakes Me remixed by Takafumi Imamura. Okay, it whips ass, dude. I mean, this is it, not going to probably be the last Tony Hawk song that I pick for Slap City, so, like, uh-huh. it's it's a gamer week. We can do that. Around my roundabout way of getting another Soken song on here, it's uh-huh. really good. It, it, it's it's a Tetris 99-ass, oh, like, okay. electronic beat that you're, you're going to love to hear. And it, it goes a lot, so that's cool to me. Whenever someone can make a computer do that, I'm very impressed. So Tetris 69 was actually a lot better. I heard there were, like, fires that broke out in Tetris 99. Mm-hmm. Yeah, music joke. Only true music yeah. fans will only, get that only one. Only true. You you gotta be a music head and a gamer to get the jokes on Funpoint dot com Patreon slash Funpoint. Bro, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were at Tetris ninety nine, but they weren't at sixty nine yet because they weren't born yet. Funpoint joke. God damn. God damn. I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> damn son, where'd you find that? Uh, damn son, where were the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Tetris sixty nine? Uh. Anyway, questions at you love to hear it on Twitter. We post the day before we record. Um, let's see. Uh, at Sarah McCostum's friend of the show asked, "We know what the other hand is." Is so we 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 cabo. I'm not roasting you. <laughs> I'm just reading it <laughs> phonetically. We cabo what all the other hand is at, but what is the hand that's in the pocket doing? I need to know. A lot of questions about the pocket, kind of. Right. Um, I feel like it could be doing any. It could be doing. You could be playing Jenkin, like with an yeah. opponent secretly. Um, you could be doing um like funny puppet animals. You could be beeping. You could it. be doing. You could be doing your like Naruto jutsus in there. Oh yeah, without anyone knowing. Um, I mean, you could be cranking off, but that's like that's yeah. the easy answer. You could be holding your uh, Walkman. I can't think of other '90s shit. I've already used Walkman. You could you could be uh, you like could be holding your, your Super Nintendo, Bill Clinton. You could be shuffling your pogs between your fingers. Oh, my VHS of season one of South Park that I picked up from Hollywood Video. Terrific! Hell yes, let's watch it. We love. Ah, oh, let's go to Circuit City later. <laughs> Circuit City, that's whack. Let's hit up the Radio Shack. <laughs> let's go watch Shack on television. It's the nineties. <laughs> let's go watch Shack play for the Los Angeles Lakers. Antigone Island Time K Black Lives Matter asked, "What other Fun Point albums do you think were secretly about C-list sitcom celebrities?" <laughs> First of all, get his ass. Uh. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Let me hit you with this. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Keenan and Kel, mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson mm-hmm. is the basis of the album Alopecia. Why? That's really fucking funny, dude. Dude, Keenan and Kel, let's go, 90s. Uh, not, not, uh, yet, but later, uh, Frank Ocean, Channel Orange, Soda, let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go. Keenan and um, Kel. Dirty Computer is about Bender, because he's a dirty computer. Yeah, but Bender's A-list. That's true. Yeah, it's about Tinny Tim. Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I wish I could remember what albums we did. Yeah. I'm trying to sort of thread the needle of, like, Cousin Skeeter, Jon Snow, but it's not really mm. working, so... Not happening. Table that one for later. The... The... I, I, the only other thing I I think of right now is uh, Sister Sister, T and Tamara, but I don't know what... How we could, you know, thread that needle. Yeah, I don't I know which album that, is the Uncle Phil album. I just thought that would be a funny album, pool, you know? Yeah. So... Fucking... Weird Al is about Kimmy Gibbler. I don't know. Yeah, got it. I was watching uh, Full House last night, and I feel like Kimmy Gibbler is, like, the only person that I haven't heard, like, being problematic now. I and mean, I don't well, want to look it up and find out. I'm sure she's doing Yeah, great. best best to stay in the shadows on that one. Um, at Neve Noel, Nickel Wolf on Twitter says, Jon Snow is a Northman who famously went down on an ant. <laughs> okay. Aunt, for, for our other, for if you say it that way. Right. On this album, a Canadian woman talks about going down on an uncle, Joey. <laughs> no question here, just wondering if this was anything. <laughs> This is my book club question for the week, and no one responded to it. <laughs> I think that's something. Mm-hmm. We're going to need to to research this further. Yeah, I've... How does... How does... Um, yeah, see, see, I was... Okay, went down on an aunt. That's how I'm going to say it, to be to be clear. But also, this this is Egret Erasure. Like, he originated that technique with her. Right. So, yeah, I guess it is a question of who's who. Who did which one was more famous? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like invented he, with Egret, perhaps popularized with Khaleesi. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're gonna need to, to do some more research on this. Sun, uh, Sun Hat Zenya, friend of the show on Twitter, <laughs> says, "If you do the circle game, but your hand is in your pocket, does it count?" I think so. You think so? I I don't know. That's that's like that's like using performance enhancing material like equipment. Because if your opponent can't see the circle, how do they even know they're playing? My thing is you have to be able to see some simulcra of, like, if you have see, to be, like, like wearing outline. shorts and, like, pushing your hand out. Like, if you're yeah. wearing if you're wearing sweatpants and you can't see anything, mm-hmm. then, like, that, and be like, oh, I was doing the circle. Like, there has to be visual evidence. But if you can push it through, if you're uh-huh. wearing very cool sort of pop punk 2000 skinny jeans and you do it, I think that might be able to count. All right, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. But if you have your jinkos on, you don't even know what pocket they could be in. So, right. Like... Finally, at Stephanie, at Age of Otters, not at Stephanie, <laughs> on Twitter says, here's, uh, who suggested this album, here's a, here's a hot take for you, hot take alert. Had the thought, Alanis could do Emotion, but Carly couldn't do Jagged Little Pill. Alanis did put out two dance pop albums before Jagged Little Pill. Thoughts? I kind of feel like maybe. I, I, no judgment on it, no positive or negative connotation. I think I agree. Yeah, like I and I haven't heard Dance Pop Alanis because it's not on Spotify. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did, I did want to see it, mm-hmm. and like I'm sure, I'm sure Carly's Jagged Little Pill would be like fine, but that's not why I tune into Carly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be fun to hear Alanis like say emotion things in Alanis' voice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Thank you. Those, that's the questions that you love to hear it on Twitter. Uh, what do we pick the album next, or do we do, say thank you to everyone? Making the most I, of the night. Because <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> the the fucking uh, underwater robot voice, but it's Alanis. I I, I can't do. That. <laughs> That was, he flew too close to the sun. I did. I, my wings burned. I can't do it. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the thing is, like, the Carly's breakup album would be, like, a funny song about, like, I'm going to the store. Just kidding. Like, that's my funny, mm-hmm. like, your owned joke. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go sit in my room with my cats and, and make a funny music video. Mm-hmm. Whereas Alanis Morissette is like, I want you to die and choke. I want you to choke on your pissy shitties and die forever. A <laughs> hundred times death, Uncle Joey. I want the fucking fates from antiquity to cut out your happy weed minute string of life okay yeah happy weed minute from hercules movie happy weed Mm -hmm. minute i do do specifically remember when we were doing uh, mythology in my sixth grade class and i had to talk about like the fates and the string and no one knew what i was talking about and i said you know like from hercules and they were like oh yeah we're 11 so great job kids these days the only string people care about is the string of quarterback that's going to be playing on their fucking jock sports team and the answer is first. If you're not starting, you're squarting. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, am I am I picking my album? Yeah, I think you should. Okay. Unless you want to like defer, you could, I guess. Oh, I, no, I just meant like the next segment. Yeah. So I'm up. Uh, I am starting teaching this week in person at school, which will be very cool. And dealing with all that, I think I'm just gonna go to something that's kind of familiar. Maybe you've heard this one before, but I I haven't heard you. You know rant and rave about it so mm-hmm. maybe you know some of it but maybe not the whole thing i don't know uh we're gonna stay in canada for this one. Oh, cool the the we're staying the, with the father north, trudeau the north strong strong and brave or whatever the song says <laughs> um oh canada that's how she would sing it it's 30 minutes long 10 songs Ooh. it is a i would say pop punk album so maybe this will, maybe this could fit in right with your, you know, you can just put this on the end of your Tony Hawk playlist and you wouldn't know the difference. Maybe. Um, we are going to be listening to the 26 out, 2016 album from Pup, The Dream Is Over. Oh, Pup! Pup! I've actually, I've, I've like, I've heard a couple of Pup songs, but I've, they've just been in my orbit forever, but I've never really like mm-hmm. dipped in really. Uh, the, the DVP video is cool because it's like old video games, you know, like 90s kids know. Hmm sick oh they were in funny dream daddy video game they were in fu- they were in funny dream daddy video game that's funny that'll be something funny to talk about yeah it'll be great uh pup two weeks from uh, now pup of oh, the longest song on here is four minutes so i love that good pick thanks <laughs> looking out for you on this one it, I, i'm just setting you up for the um the next pick which will be uh court of the crimson king so yeah you know um Okay, well, pup. Two weeks from now, this weekend, this end of this week, we're gonna have uh, "Carry Me Home" end uh, this weekend. Five grams of iron. We're almost almost done with the show. Yeah, Full Metal Malcolm, man. And we're definitely gonna be able to talk about Full Metal Alchemist this weekend, mm-hmm. and not be distracted by sporting event. Yeah, we definitely got to do that recording on Saturday. Yeah, no. we're not gonna be able to do Sunday recordings for like a while. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> For for all of our uh, anyone who doesn't know, uh, football starts this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Don't know how long it'll last, but it's starting then. So yeah, we're gonna enjoy it while it lasts. Um, let's thank the Patreon users. Oh yeah, uh, word. 
I, uh, I'm tabbed over to it, so I can start okay, with the yeah. with the new strange order we have this week. So mm-hmm. get be on your toes for this one. Yeah, I got you. Thank you to our five dollar and above donors, who are Ziva, Sophie, Silvery Air, Sarah, Lucky Dice, Kirby, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio, Bane, <laughs> Weed Lord Vegeta. <laughs> Uh, going to the next page and letting that load before I continue reading. Walt, Valerie W, Tupster McGee, Sylvie McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Ryan Lester, Riza Hawkby, Reliet, Raleigh, Paul Moran, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Onion Kaloli Fair, Nick Jagged, Nicholas Tartaglione, <laughs> Pretty good. Noah Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kay Darling, Janos Capuvari, Hex of Lexi, Hecabe, Gremo Steel, Emily Vander Wolf had to click the extendo mm-hmm. on that one. Eddard Stoink, Derek, Great Big Short, <laughs> Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Breakfast, Boygameister. <laughs> I'm humbled by the Boygameister. <laughs> okay. Black Heights is a very good boy. Uh, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progeny, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher. Matt Ribeiro. Matt Ribeiro. Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Trigger Harpy, and Alex Schauf. Thank Thanks, you pals. for your donations. Um, guess that's it. Thanks to, uh, who are the other uncles on Full House to thank? That's not the Jesse, the Danny. Jesse, Danny. Um, the, the, co- uh, the college criminal. The college criminal. Thanks to the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, thanks, thanks to only DJ to, Jazzy Jeff. Thank you to only to Mary-Kate. Not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ashley's had it too good for too long. <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> uh, I guess that's all. Thanks, thanks, um, Steve Urkel. Thank you. Uh, I was going to... No, thank you to Everybody Loves Raymond's mom. Not the brother, because he's a cop. Yeah, thank you, Brian uh, Cranston, Funny, Malcolm Middle. Thank, yeah. Um, thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Middle. <laughs> Man, I'm going through the the list of just sitcoms that I know off the top of my head. I'm like, well, I was about to say thank you, Roseanne, but that's not. Yeah, I'm not going to say thank you, Jim Belushi. He doesn't deserve that. Yeah, not great. Thanks, um, thanks, Charlie Sheen. What? what, Yeah, no. Yeah, none of them. Thanks to um, I mean, there's probably like a cool guest star on Friends once. But yeah. not thank you to any of the rest of them. Oh, you know what? Thank you, Alanis Morissette, for being on. You can't do. You can't say that on television back in the nineties and getting you, funny. Thank slime. you, Alanis Morissette. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's pretty much everyone. Only, only, um, Zachy Vengeance. Only him on this one. Johnny Christ but, would not listen to this album. It's too sacrilegious. Exactly. Not up his alley. Yeah. Uh, well, semper funny. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you. See you later. Sorry, Kim, we had to go an extra five minutes because uh, we were talking about which Aunt Viv we should thank at the end of the episode. But uh, you yeah. can come in now. <laughs> you, un- you'll un- you understand. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.